We can drive hostile feelings. We can accelerate the fighting or vice versa. We can reduce it. We can allow them to vent and express negative emotions safely. We can make cooperation possible. So recognizing and realizing that our attitude and our words have immense power and we can lead the rivals towards peace with this new set of skills. For the mom with her hands full and only a few minutes to spare here and there, put your hand on your chest. Take a deep breath. You're doing better than you think you are. I want you to delight in these ordinary, often mundane days of motherhood, rooted in confidence about how you are raising and speaking to and nurturing your kids. Peace starts with you. So let's create peaceful safe havens for our kids to grow in. It's never too late, and the fact that you are here speaks volumes of the amazing mom that you are and desire to be. Hey mamas, welcome back to the Peace Starts With You podcast. If my voice sounds calm, almost like I'm whispering, it's because it is almost 9 p.m. All my boys are asleep and I'm sitting here just super peaceful and relaxed. I am getting so excited. I'm 39 weeks pregnant. I had an appointment today. I'm two centimeters dilated. So I'm in like countdown mode. I have a week until my due date and I'm like wondering, am I gonna remember how to do this? I haven't had a baby in three and a half years years, surely it just is going to come back to me, right? And my husband's like, this baby girl is just going to fly out. And I'm like, let's just hope so. So that's where we're at. I'm going to have a baby any minute. And I'm so excited. I cannot wait to just be holding her in my arms. I'm also so excited to launch this mini series on sibling rivalry. This is such a simple and basic concept, but it is so powerful. And I'm going to keep it super simple, but I want us to just believe and know that we as parents, we can 100% make a difference in how our kids feel when they show up as adults and how they feel about themselves and others. It comes down a lot of times to how we handle sibling rivalry. We can intensify the competition, we can drive hostile feelings, we can accelerate the fighting, or vice versa, we can reduce it. We can allow them to vent and express negative emotions safely. We can make cooperation possible. So recognizing and realizing that our attitude and our words have immense power. And we can lead the rivals towards peace with this new set of skills. But we're going to have to adopt this new mindset and this new way of thinking. Instead of dismissing negative feelings about siblings, we're going to validate and acknowledge them. And we are going to know and start to realize that in order to allow those good feelings to come in, we have to create a safe place, an accepting place for those bad feelings to come out. We are going to move past this thinking of who is right, who is wrong, who's going to get in trouble, who's off the hook. And instead, we're going to really listen. We're going to listen. And then I'm going to give you a few phrases that are going to help you in the heat of the moment when normally you would react because it's just craziness. So these little phrases are going to kind of pull you back to center and remind you that, okay, we're going to be practicing something different. And so one of those phrases I want you to write down and post throughout your house is... Put your kids' feelings into words. Put your kids' feelings into words. Another way to word that would be to express what your child might wish. I think having some real-life examples is so helpful. 
but just know that when you're listening, you're like, okay, this is easy. I can do this. It's much harder in real life, like, right? But these are going to give you some examples of how this would look like in real life. So maybe you just had a baby and your toddler comes to you and just starts whining that you're always with the baby. And we often, I feel like, would want to respond like, no, I'm not. I just read to you. I spent so much time with you. And, you know, deep down, we intentionally believe that. We know that. But in their little eyes, it's like, oh, you're always with the baby. And so instead of saying things that make us feel better, what if we put their feelings into words? And what if we just simply said, you don't like that I'm spending so much time with her. I'm so glad that you told me when you feel like that, come and get me and we'll plan what we're going to do. We'll plan something fun or we'll go play a game or I will spend time with you. How you feel matters to me. But just put their feelings into words. They're saying you're always with the baby and you're responding. You don't like me spending so much time with her. Or maybe you have, let's say like an incident with two older siblings and one of them just called the other one a name or just said something that made them feel not good. And typically your response would be, I'll just ignore him. Like he doesn't mean it. You've done the same thing to him. But instead, what if you put their feelings into words? Man, a comment like that could make you feel so mad. Like I would feel mad. And then it opens up this conversation. Or what if uh, sometimes my boys, and it goes both ways, they both do it. They'll be singing in like an obnoxious voice or super loud. And the other one's like, stop, 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 stop. And you want to respond like, hey, you just did that to him yesterday. What do you expect? Or however you would normally respond. But what if instead we put their feelings into words and you said like, you feel like he's just doing it to irritate you, huh? And then you figure out a way to, okay, how do we want to handle this? Do we want to go play in another room? Let's tell your brother how you feel and then let's go find something else to do. But it's basically just giving them a safe place to share how they're feeling. I remember the first time I think Dax said that he hated Jet. I remember one time Jet said that he hated me and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that you just said that. That is off the charts, like horrible. You know, on the scale of what our kids could actually say, that's probably not even one of the worst things they could say. So just be prepared if we're giving them the safe place to talk, to be accepting of whatever they do say. But I've realized that it doesn't mean that they hate them. Maybe we take that and we put their feelings into words and we voice how they're feeling in a way that is maybe more accurate. Hey, I can hear how angry you are at your brother. Something he did really bothered you. Do you want to tell me more about it? Or maybe you say something like, hey, it seems like you have two feelings about your brother. Sometimes you really like him and sometimes he makes you so mad and furious like you just want to scream. And so they're saying, I hate him. And you're taking what they're saying and putting it into words and validating the emotions that they're feeling. That can be so transformative and so healing. The other phrase I mentioned was expressing what your child is wishing for. So giving your kid in fantasy what they don't have in reality. So maybe let's go back to that first scenario. You just had a new baby and your toddler is saying like, send the baby back. I do not like that baby. And then, you know, naturally we want to say like, you don't mean that. You know you love her. And instead, what if we express what the child is actually wishing for? Like, you don't want her here. Sometimes you wish she would just go away, huh? Or say two older brothers, one laughed at the other one and you kind of brush it off like, hey, he loves you. Go find someone else to play with. You kind of just brush it off. No big deal. But instead, what if you took the time to express what that child is feeling? That hurt your feelings. Like you wish that he would show that he cares about you, that he has some loyalty to you. So you can quickly see how simple and basic of a concept this is, but how powerful it could be if we could get the hang of it and practice it. So pick one of these phrases or put both of them, put them around your house. That way, when you are in that heat of the moment, it can draw you back into center 
of, okay, how do I want to handle this? And it reminds you quickly. You can start practicing it. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And then we can take it a step further if you want to expand on this this week. But you can help your kids channel their negative feelings into creative outlets. You can encourage creative expression. You can encourage them to, hey, let's color and you can show me and draw how you feel or write how you feel and we're going to let your sister know how mad you are. Or grab your doll and show me how you feel. And maybe they get their finger and they start pointing their finger at the doll and they start using their voice. And maybe in that moment, moment, you are able to put into words how they are feeling. Man, you're really mad at your sister. Sometimes she makes you so furious. Like, I'm so glad that you showed me. If you ever feel that way again, come tell me. You can use old pillows. You can use clay, finger paint, drawing a picture. Maybe they drew a picture and they drew big black X's on it. And you're like, okay, those black X's show me that you feel fierce or that you're just feeling like, what if your little one touches your tummy and just says, I hate the baby. Find comfort in knowing that she trusted you enough to say it and felt comfortable enough to tell you. And then how you respond, man, I'm so glad you told me. Do you think that maybe with a new baby, I'm not going to have enough time for you and picture them nodding. And then you could say, hey, when you feel like that, come tell me and I will make time for you. And I bet it's never an issue again because you are filling them with peace. You're meeting that need, you're assuring them and reassuring them that, hey, I'm right here. I'm listening. I understand how you feel. Our kids want to know that we understand how they feel, that no matter what they say, no matter what they do, no matter what they feel, that we are going to be there and unconditionally love them. So some ways that that can sound is, hey, I didn't know that you felt that way, or I'm beginning to see how rough the situation is for you. It must be really hard to have them around all the time, or you take as much time as you want to tell me what is bothering you. Or maybe like, I want to know how you feel because your feelings are very important to me. Even as grownups, we see how reassuring and comforting it is to have someone listen to our negative feelings. Kids need to be able to air their feelings and wishes about their siblings, even the bad ones, the unsavory ones, the ones that we want to push away and shut down. They're expressing feelings, not actions, not hurting people. Our job is to show them how to express their anger without doing damage. But remember the phrases, put their feelings into words, give children in fantasy what they don't have in reality, express what the child might wish for, help them channel their negative feelings into creative outlet. I am so excited to see how this tool in your tool belt is going to help you go into this week with confidence and going to help you support your kids and give them the safe place. Your attitude, your words, they have so much power and I'm so proud of you for being here. Remember, peace starts with you and you are doing a work. You are here, you are learning, you're growing. Doesn't mean you're going to be perfect, but you're doing better than you think you are. So I hope you have a great week. I'll see you next week, probably with a baby girl in my arms. 